Hey guys, Bart here. Welcome back to the Baseball That Show. And in this episode, the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about toughness. And for a few good reasons. Um, if you're on my newsletter subscriber list, um, if you're not, you can just email me, Paul Reddick at Gmail. It's in the show notes. I'll put you on. But if you're on that subscriber list, you've noticed over the last few weeks a change in my tone, a change in messaging. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you've noticed a change in tone and a change in messaging. And it's for a few really good reasons. The biggest reason by far is your son. Your son's performance right now this season, your son's future, the levels he gets to, how he performs in the game, and eventually what he makes of his career. Now, I've talked a lot in this podcast about how I take phone calls from baseball dads every day, two hours every day, coming up, we're going to come up on eight years, uh, one to three o'clock every single day, we've eclipsed 6,000 phone calls. And I take those calls from people who text me or email me a question, and rather than just give them some kind of text or email answer, which is never great, I'd rather have a conversation with them. Because I'd like to fully answer the question, I'd like to fully help them, and I'd like to build relationships. Every success that I've had in life has been based on relationships. So that's a way for me to build relationships with our community, get this dad the answer that he needs fully, and you know, help them out. So, um, and it's been really great. And I've been, you know, uh, uh, always kind of um, real proud of the help that I've given. I've had, I have amazing messages from people whose careers were changed, lives were changed by the advice that I gave on those messages. But here's what I, here's the problem with me, or maybe the problem with all of us, I don't know, but certainly the problem with me is this. I can't unknow what I know. And here's what I know. Probably for every kid I helped, there's probably two or three kids or there's two or three parents that I would have been able to help more had I been tougher on them. Had I been tougher on the kid, had I been tougher on the parent, had I told the parent to be tougher on the kid and then to help that parent guide them through, which will be a slightly uncomfortable time of training their kid to be tough. Because I'll tell you why. It is the missing link. You can't judge a kid's talent. You can't judge a kid's potential. You can't judge a kid's performance until this part of him, this toughness inside of him has been developed. It, it's, like, it's like judging a race car driver that, that's been trained to drive you know, a Prius going 60 miles an hour. He, he doesn't know how to, to, to race at 200 miles an hour. It doesn't mean that he's not talented enough to do it. Right? He might have the talent. It's just that the way he's been trained, the way he's been developed, he can't do it. How could he do it? Right? He has no experience with that. So I think kids today are tough. I just think that toughness hasn't been trained. And also in the last year or two of shifting more back to coaching, what I have seen, well, let me go back to the calls for a second. So a lot of people say, well, you know, but Paul, you helped all these people in the calls that, you know, that was great. Yeah, that was great. But I'm going to tell you what, had I been tougher, on the, more people, I would have helped more people. And the people that I helped, they, uh, they, 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 they would have been, they would have been fine had I been tougher on them too. Because th- those people that did, they generally were tough. They were able to take direction, take advice, and run with it, and do something with it, and actually commit and do the work. So I'd have, I'd have helped more people had I been tougher, and I'd have helped all those people too. And also, even for the kids that I helped a lot, what I know for sure is there's kids, had I been tougher on them, they would have done better. They would have got the higher level. They would have had better performances. They would have been in bigger games. They would have been in bigger moments. They would have been called on by their coaches when their coaches needed them. 
that to me, that's, that's the difference for me in what I do. And so what I know now is the stakes are higher. You're more invested in the game. You've got more time invested in the game, more cash invested in the game. Your kid wants to do it. Your kid, you're, you're trying to help your kid. And I'll tell you that this is the missing link. It's getting your kid tougher. If you want to make the biggest impact in velocity, dial that kid's intensity up. Dial that kid's intensity up. And it's not a pump up. It's not a rah-rah. It's got to be done on a one-on-one basis. You can't give a rah-rah speech to 15 people or even five people and expect it to be good. No more than you could dispense healthcare advice to five people and expect it all to line up perfectly. Every kid has different intensity triggers. Every kid has different things that are going to generate their toughness. But it is impossible to know what a kid's full potential is and where he can play and the level that he can play and how far he can go in the game until this is developed, period. And I'm going to tell you, let me tell you a story. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not going to be so standing in my soapbox that to say that I haven't given my kids a much better life than, than I had <clears throat> growing up. It would have been pretty difficult <laughs> to give them worse of a life, right? And, but here's the thing. I, I, was, I, was, I started working with a kid a couple weeks ago. Actually, I'm going to tell you two stories. I'm going to tell you two stories. And before I tell you those stories, hold on. I have ADHD. So hold on. Toughness and being savage is not being a dick. It's not pumping your chest. It's not being arrogant. It's not being obnoxious. It's not taunting. It's not doing the sword. It's not doing any of that stuff. I'm going to tell you, I'll give you a couple examples of of what real toughness, real savagery is. I got a couple kids that, uh, that all started around the same time of these two kids that I'm going to tell you. Tell you a story about. Now, the kids that all started at the same time, it's almost like the tale of like 10 or 12 pitchers, right? I work with a kid. We do an initial session, get them to where they need to be, give them a program. Now, they have to do self-directed work. If you go to any of the books that try and re-engineer athletic success, right, one of the things they all agree upon is self-directed work, which means you've got to do work on your own. There's no way around it. It's Kobe Bryant getting to the gym 5 o'clock in the morning when he was on the dream team before, you know, those, all the other players were getting there at six, thought they were early. Right. And Kobe's already been there for an hour. Right. So working with one kid, give him a program three days into it. I get a text message from the dad. Now, first of all, this is a 16 year old kid. We make an agreement that he's supposed to be sending me videos every day. He's doing his, his work. Um, he's supposed to be communicating with me. Any problems? Now, not to say the dads can't communicate too, right? Get an email from the dad. He doesn't think the program uh, is really doing anything to help him, and he wanted to know if you could switch it up for him. Well, how do you think that went? So three days into it, the kid has a little discomfort. By the way, the work we have to do is about 20 minutes long. The kid has a little discomfort learning something new. The minute a little discomfort kicked into this kid's life, he's looking for an escape hatch. And his dad's given him one. See, because everything takes a period of adaptation. Everything takes a period of discomfort. Everything takes a period of, of, of a little bit of a deficit to come back. If you look at when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, 
everybody tells a story like Steve Jobs came back to Apple and everything was perfect again. Just sales went up. No, if you go, you go look at the chart of their earnings. When he came back, they took a big dip. They took a big dip to build back up again. And so embracing that deficit is one of the, the characteristics of a champion. And this kid went three days and he's uncomfortable and he doesn't think it's helped him. Well, this kid doesn't know anything about mechanics. This kid doesn't know anything about pitching. If he did, he could be able to do it. He wouldn't have come to me. He would have been thrown as hard as he could, but he doesn't know anything. And now he's got his dad doing his dirty work for me. So for him. And so here's the problem. Two problems. Two problems. And this might be hard for some of you guys to hear. The kid gave an escape hatch. And then the dad did his bidding for him because the dad's too much of a pussy to hold this kid accountable. And to tell his kid, shut up, go do the work. Coach Reddick's the expert. You're a kid. Do what he told you to do. It's 20 minutes a day. Suck it up. Get the work done. Or if you don't want it, you don't want it. See, this kid, I'm not saying he's not a, bad, I'm not a nice kid, but he could talk all day long about how, what, how he wanted everything. He showed up for our session all geared up, all his stuff, all his baseball stuff on, showing me how, you know, baseball guy he was. Yeah, the problem was all show, no go. Three days into it, he's uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. And what's dad trying to do? Dad's trying to make him comfortable. Well, dad, you are burning in a pattern now for that kid. Every time he's uncomfortable, every time there's a little challenge, every time there's a little difficulty, every time he has to go into a little bit of deficit or a dip, you're going to go make it comfortable for him. You're going to go get him a fluffier pillow. And so now you got a dad who's soft and he's making his kid soft. And so the dad's saying, can I change up the program? Well, that was a short conversation. I changed up the program for them. I did. I caved. I changed up the kid's program and I made him comfortable. Here's the change I made in his program. He went from a client of mine to an ex-client of mine. So the only change I made was issuing that data refund because that kid isn't going to go anywhere. Now, not going to go anywhere. If I change that program, he's going nowhere. The only shot he has is to learn a lesson that not everybody's going to get you a fluffier pillow. Not everybody's going to make you comfortable. And that if you want to do this, it's going to be work. And you're not an expert and you don't know it all. And what you learn on YouTube or TikTok probably isn't right, or at very least, is not meant for you. So I don't know if that kid will come back. He's gonna have to, he's gonna have to explain some stuff to me before he comes back. It's not gonna be an open door policy because I'm not his dad. I don't have to put up with it. Now I'll tell you the second story. Now, so, so, so again, to me, that's being savage pitcher is doing your daily work doing the progress, working every day, being consistency is savage. Now, let me tell you the second kid, doing the drills with, with him on our, on, our, on our call. He was in virtual velo. I, there's, a, there's a few parts of, of the session where I need the dad to be my hands to do some strength testing and kind of knock kid out of positions and show him different things. And so I told dad, knock kid out of position. Kid got pissy with the dad. And like, kind of like, you know, gave him a face. He was like, come on, dad. So that was kind of strike one. I'm like, okay. Now they're in like their living room area. 
and the mom comes walking behind the, you know, we're on Zoom, so the mom comes walking behind him. Kid turns around and says, Mom, do the thing. Well, that was it. That was it. So I turned, I stopped. I said, look, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to teach you a lesson. And it's actually going to cost me more than it's going to cost you. Because I'm going to give your dad his money back. Because you know what I would do if I were a college coach? And I saw you do that. And we were on a phone call. Or I was watching you practice or work out. Kid was like, what? I said, I would find a way to get off the phone with you. End this Zoom call. Or I would just leave your practice game or workout. And I would immediately take you off of my follow list. And I would never think of you again. And that kid looked at me. Like, what? What? You mean I just can't act out, do what I want, and, and just yell at my both of my parents in front of someone I don't know, a coach? I mean, I just can't do whatever I want and just, and just have it all go my way and have everybody appease me? No, you can't. Because that's not how the real world works. So, ended the Zoom call, gave the kids money back. Gave dad's money back. So, when I talk about toughness and savagery, I wonder how many times that dad has taken that shit from that kid. I wonder how many times that mother has, has had that kid raise you know, his voice. I got a very apologetic email from the dad. And I said, if he, if he turns that around, he can work with me. But until then, no way. I wonder, though, if the mom knew that I defended her. I didn't ask but I'll bet you I'm the first one in a long time that stood up to defend the mom. Because certainly the dad did.